Seven minutes it is before the top of the hour. Tonight we're taking a look at the story of uh, Ecoda Incubator, which is a small incubator aimed at addressing issues of uh, skills development uh, within uh, the youth and uh, women of KZN and South Africa, uh, working primarily in the fibre processing textiles and the fashion sector. And they sent us uh, some of their concerns with the issues of payment that have uh, certainly ensured that the landlord is knocking on their door and uh, Petit Clark uh, trying, of course, to uh, lock them out there after they haven't been able to meet their obligations uh, to uh, uh, their uh, rentals. And uh, I'm joined on the line by uh, Nondub Telez, who's a compliance and operations uh, officer uh, at Ecoda Incubator, to maybe unpack what uh, some of the issues are in this regard. Uh, Sis Nondub, good evening to you and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Ayabonga, and thank you for having me on the show. No, no, just give us some brief background here as to uh, you know how this incubator started, uh, some of the businesses that you incubate, and uh, more importantly, of course, uh, some of uh, uh, the success stories in uh, uh, resolving some of the skills development and entrepreneurial challenges uh, in KZN. Um, well, Ikota Incubator is a, it's a fashion academy. Uh, we call it the Ecoda Incubator Fashion Links Academy. Basically, we offer FPNMC-accredited um, clothing manufacturing courses, as well as incubation, of which that includes business management, industry practices, financial management, as well as retail readiness programs. Um, we have we currently we've had about uh, in the past four years 350 students uh, coming through our our doors. Uh, mainly previously disadvantaged individuals uh, le- looking for skills development and even though without the academic aptitude uh, for universities. So um, basically, this so far we've had our students been able to do calendars for the likes of Fukuzi. Mm. So we've done the past years, we actually did those calendars and had them dressed up by us. Currently, uh, we have 100 students with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, seemingly, of course, uh, really an impactful project here. Hundred students and already uh, getting the kind of mileage uh, from access to markets perspective with the likes of Vukosi. Uh, but you seem now to have, I guess, stumbled upon uh, some challenges here when it comes to a payment from uh, one of your main sponsors here, the KwaZulu Natal Office of the Premier. Just maybe give us uh, some context and background to that. Well, um, we are supported by the Office of the Premier uh, at at the moment, and this has. It, it, it was. It would have been 2018, 2019 would have been their first uh, project with us. However, as you've already mentioned, some stumbling blocks. We have not uh, received some payments that were due to us, which were budgeted for the project. And I mean, if you've budgeted uh, uh, for a project uh, for a year and you only received half your budget, that means you, you're unable to continue for the rest of the year in order to finish all your obligations. Mm. And so far, due to our commitment with the students, uh, we've had quite a few of them actually registering companies and trying to progress further. So we've had to stick with them and continue our commitment with them, regardless of the fact that our staff is not getting salary, salaries, our um, rentals aren't being paid as a company. And so far, we get we'd have no idea what it is exactly that's holding up payments. Mm. Especially, you know, when you keep calling, you don't get proper answers, you don't get clear answers. And you're told, no, there's a signature missing here, there's a signature missing there. 
you, you just never know what it is. Exactly. So, 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 Nondu, I mean, one would think uh, with relationships like this that uh, even the milestones of payment, if indeed the payments are coming in uh, sort of successive tranches, would be linked to a certain deliverable. So they'd say, uh, once you've submitted a certain report, you will then get maybe 30% of Lando, and then afterwards you'll get the other remainder linked to whatever milestones and deliverables. Is that the case here? And, uh, of course, what were some of those deliverables and milestones? Um, well, in our case, we... As I said, communication has been a bit of a problem. Let's start with that one, that uh, we don't get clear um, uh, communication in terms of what it is that they require from us. The one clear and distinct milestone that we have is that we are meant to be training 120 students, put them through our program as per our project plan, which is generally, as I said, incubation at the end, whereby they go through the, the, the... the accredited uh, course, which is a 10-month course, and then throughout the, the rest of the year, they are focusing on their business development and actual business linkages. So in terms of what the Office of the Premier would really need from us, they would have to be very clear in terms of what reporting structure they would need because mm. we've given them, we have a list, we have all attendance registers of the students, we have uh, uh, portfolios of evidence sure. stating exactly what it is that the students do. So in terms of all of that, we have all those records. I believe if, uh, I'm not sure how far my boss has gone in terms of mm. uh, those kind of discussions, but in terms of us, we've covered our side, we have everything that they would need from us okay. in terms of showing that we've done the work. So, Mashanga, I've got a, a statement here. We tried to reach out to the uh, Guazul Natal Office of the Premier. And uh, a few minutes ago, they sent through this uh, statement. And uh, I'll read the last part of it, which, of course, I guess speaks to uh, the uh, response that you've just given me. They say here that, of course, they recognize in the first part of the letter, yes, that uh, you are in partnership with them. And uh, there's a relationship uh, in line with the objectives of using the clothing industry uh, to address challenges of unemployment, poverty and inequality. And then they say here, ECODA performed some of the work and duly submitted an interim report. Unfortunately, as part of our monitoring and evaluation process, we identified serious gaps in the report, which have requested ECODA in writing to uh, address. To, the, to date, this has not been done, and we wish to state for the record that we have been placed in charge of public funds, and it's our responsibility to ensure that we pay for services rendered and that we are able to account for this. We also would like to reiterate that we are still committed to paying ECODA as soon as we have received a comprehensive report on work done, including a detailed account of funds dispersed. Have you given uh, the Office of the Premier this detailed account of funds dispersed, and uh, did they communicate uh, some of the uh, gaps that they found in their M&E process? Uh, and as far as I know, that has been done, especially for the first half of the payment that uh, was uh, initially uh, 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 dispersed to Ikota. So my understanding was that uh, would that be now the only missing thing would be a close-out report which says these students have finished their course, they have graduated, and this is where they have gone, of which that part has not been done and cannot be done until such part that they have made the payments as per the initial agreement. So that sounds like a chicken and egg scenario because, you know, you can't graduate the students without the money, but they are saying that, you know, they would like a proper full close-out report uh, of how these funds have been dispersed before they... I guess uh, disperse the next tranche. So, I, so I'm not too sure if I if I maybe understand this uh, as well as I think I should. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I'm pretty much explaining exactly what you've just said, and it, it gets confusing. You see, um, Ayabonga, 
the issue here becomes that uh, 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 what do we say in Zulu, where you are told one thing and then once you put people on the spotlight, they start giving you reasons mm. which seem credible. Okay. So at the moment, half of what you're telling me is information that has only come through now that there is pressure on them. Mm. And as far as I understand, the information that was coming through was that there were just signatures that were missing. Okay. There was no other information that was required from me. Got okay. all project plans and, and, and budgets were submitted in accordance, accordance with what they needed. Mm. And everybody was happy with the way that we were going to work going forward. Okay. Mashange, unfortunately, we've run out of time. We'll have to pause here. And um, it's certainly not the last time we're going to pick up the story. My uh, only sense would be that I'd encourage the uh, office of the Premier in Guazulu Natal and Nobabu's uh, Galala Lapo to uh, continue to communicate with ECOD and yourselves at ECOD to uh, try and find each other here. We will try and assist where we can. And uh, certainly not the last time we're going to be speaking about this. We're going to follow up on this particular story in the next few weeks or so. Nondrup Telezi, thank you so much uh, for taking time out to speak to us this evening here on Metro FM Talk. And thank you very much, Ayabonga. Nondup Teles is the Compliance and Operations Officer at Ecorda Incubator all the way out there in KZN. I'd love to hear your perspectives on that particular issue and we'll continue to bring you uh, uh, stories and uh, solutions, of course, from uh, the world of a small business. That being said, that's the final whistle for us. We've already started to chow into my brother Sentler's time. I leave you uh, in his capable hands and uh, certainly uh, return tomorrow to do less. When music speaks what you feel inside. Nine to